0: Hello everyone, welcome to Nathan Talk Sports, my brand new podcast where I discuss everything in the world of sports. And this week is going to be mostly focused on the NFL, but of course, there's a little COVID in it. The disease that won't go away. All right, I'll start off with Urban Meyer being fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just an absolute nightmare of a coaching tenure, like from a start. Held a strength coach and Chris Doyle, accused of being a serial racist to numerous players. And he resigned a couple days later, but it didn't get much better. Week four, after the Bengals game, he decided not to go home with the team, which is unheard of, and he decided to give a girl a lap dance at a bar. And it was on video. And that caused a little controversy. Let's just say he did not handle that well at all. Instead of being a man and apologizing to the team, he decided to say, you know what? Let's cancel this team meeting. And he only apologized to position groups, not the whole team. If you really didn't want to apologize, just have a regular team meeting. Couldn't even do that. He just wanted to sulk alone. All right. Then he asked the staff to defend their resumes, which is insane because he looked at the staff members' resumes before hiring them. That is insane that he's doing that. Oh, Nerve Meyer, what is your NFL resume? 2 and 11. Pathetic. And then he's telling players who've played zero snaps the whole game, he's telling the media that they're getting increased playing time over the last couple games. Uh, zero can't be an increase from anything. Oh. And the final straw? Oh, wait. Before that, preseason, he was fined for illegal practices? And he said he cut players based on vaccine status, which was expressly prohibited by the NFL and the NFLPA. And don't forget the final straw. turns out he kicked a player for missing a field goal in practice. Ridiculous. So the punishment for missing a field goal is now to someone to possibly hurt your leg and make you not be able to kick field goals? You can't make a field goal if you don't have a good kicking leg. How'd to go after that. And honestly, I'm not sure if he'll get another college job. His reputation was damaged that much. I knew Lou Holtz, Nick Saban, and a bunch of others got college jobs after. Failing in the NFL, but their reputations were nowhere near as damaged as Urban Myers was. It's insane. That was the worst decision of his life, and worst decision of in Jaguars history. Alright. On to the games of the next week. Of week fifteen. Thursday night, probably the best primetime game of the season between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill went off. Huge win. Huge overtime win moving the Chiefs into the number one seed. 34-28 over the Chargers. And that was fantastic. Sorry about that. I just had an itch. And nothing's perfect. All right. Back to what I was saying. The Chargers could have put the game away, but decided not to kick field goals and decided to go for it on like fourth and two, fourth and three, fourth and one. And worst of all, right before the half, they have all the momentum on their side and they gave all the momentum back to the Chiefs by not kicking the field goal. With two seconds left in the half on the five-yard line, they were up 14 to 10. The Chiefs stopped them, and all the momentum was with the Chiefs. And of course, the Chiefs won. Between the 40s, I like going for on a fourth down. Otherwise, I wouldn't typically. All right, next game. Colts 27, Pat 17. This one was brutal for me. We fell out of the one seed. Now we're going to have to play, likely play a wild card weekend. As I say, super wild card weekend. Hope we don't get the Monday night game. Jonathan Taylor went off. He's my MVP and offensive player of the year. And we hurt ourselves completely. Block punt for a score. Mac Jones threw an awful interception. Defense couldn't stop the Colts on that last drive when we knew they were running the football. We knew it. We knew they were going to hand off to Jonathan Taylor and he was going to run it. That's awful, especially after we cut the deficit to 20-17. Cowboys 21, Giants 6. Just a defensive hold by the Cowboys. Giants were actually close in yards and touch yards and passing yards and rushing yards, but they just did not help themselves. Lots of turnovers, lots of stops, field goals, and third touchdowns. Just a great win for Dallas, who are now 10 and 4, and they could get the top seed in the NFC if the Packers lose again. Texans 30, Jaguars 16. First game a firing Urban Meyer and Texans managed to win, and Jacksonville is in line for the number one pick, and not really much happened in this game between two eliminated teams. And if Houston lost, they would be in line for the number one pick. Steelers 19, Titans 13. It's been a really good coaching job by Mike Tomlin, getting the team to 7, 6, and 1 in the playoff hunt. Half game back in the AFC North especially down 13-3. to three. And they've come back with a great fourth quarter. And great stop by Joe Hayden on fourth down. And Titans are not looking good lately. All right, Dolphins 31, Jets 24. Brian Flores has done a hell of a job this year. Started out 1-7, and, and now they're 7-7. Seven Red hot, and they got a real shot at the playoffs. It's crazy how underrated he is. I thought he was about to get fired after 1-7, and but not anymore. They're still mathematically alive for the AFC East. Don't think they'll get it, and I really hope they don't, but they can. And the Jets are the Jets, blowing the big lead. Lions 30. Cardinals, 12. This is one of the most shocking results of the season. Dan Campbell is the anti-Arabin Meyer. Always positive, upbeat, players love him. And we're seeing improved results. Started 0-10-1, and they're 2-1 in the last three. Jared Goff's been pretty good recently as well. And... Cardinals are in huge trouble. I don't see them holding on in the NFC West. The last unbeaten in the NFL, cruising toward the one seed, and they fell apart. All right. Bills 31, Panthers 14. Bills still control their own destiny in the AFC East. And. The Panthers are really struggling lately. Ever since they got Cam to be their quarterback, they fell apart. The demise of Cam Newton is really heartbreaking because he's always been one of my favorite players, and he's my favorite, one of my favorite players since he was at Auburn, and don't think he can be an effective starter anymore. Start the two game slide, and the Bengals win 15 10 over the Broncos. Cincinnati, first place in the AFC North. Great defensive performance by the Bengals, stopping the Broncos on their last drive to maintain the win. And one interesting play was a near double fumble, it was originally ruled a double fumble. Denver fumbled it, handed it to Cincinnati, then Cincinnati. Almost fumble it again, except he's down by contact. Could you imagine if the Broncos scored after that double fumble if it stood? That would be in highlight reels for years. 49ers, 31, Falcons, 13. Ben, don't break was the 49er defense. Landon had three trips inside the five of San Francisco. Got just three points. Should have taken the field goal to go 31-16 down. On the other, the well, second time they were stopped inside the five, but they went for the touchdown, but it was a bad decision, but not an awful decision. The real decision was they could not punch it in from the five. Ridiculous. Falcons are basically done at six and eight, even though they're only one game back. Too many teams to jump as we will discuss later. All right. Packers 31, Ravens 30. Lamar Jackson was out due to an injury. Tyler Huntley had a pretty good game, actually. But, Harbaugh with the two-point conversions again. Ravens were down 31-17. They scored a touchdown. 31-23. I would have gone for two then. Try to get it to 31-25. If you miss it, and you score another touchdown, you can still get a two-point conversion to tie the game. But if you make it, and you get another touchdown, only you need a PAT to win. So there's little downside, and a lot of upside. Or I would have done, kicked extra point both times. You have a great kicker in Justin Tucker, who's basically automatic. And Harbaugh. Did the one thing you don't do. So I had to kick it the first time and then went for two the second time. I would sort of understand if there was like no time left in the game. But there was 42 seconds and the Packers had a timeout. With Aaron Rodgers as quarterback, he would have only needed a field goal. And was not a good idea of a risk game for that. If there was no time left, I'd sort of understand it, but that was a bad decision and the Ravens are completely outside the playoff picture now. I, this is the second time they've lost on a late two-point conversion fail. First time was a little more acceptable, but still, it was like 15 seconds and a timeout for the Steelers. Alright. Packers win the NFC North this result, and they're the only team to clinch the playoff spot with three weeks left in the season. And are currently the number one seed in the NFC. Here's probably the most shocking result for the score line in years in the NFL. Tom Brady was shut out by the Saints in a nine nothing win. Could not have imagined this result going in. Brady had a nightmare. Tampa falls out of the number one seed. Brady shut out for the third time in his career, and the first since two thousand six. Wow, it's honestly astonishing. Like, I thought the Bucks would do really well, and at least the Bucks will get Antonio Brown back after his vaccine suspension for faking a vaccine card. When he says he's vaccinated, by the way. Why would you fake a vaccine card if you vaccinate? Just get the damn vaccine card. Ask a doctor. Or hand it to the team right away. Although it's Antonio Brown being Antonio Brown. Alright, the first of the rescheduled COVID games, Raiders 16, Browns 14. This game was moved to Saturday to Monday due to the Browns having a bunch of COVID cases and Browns almost won this. There are people who said they should have gone for it on their own 30, on 4th and 3, up 14-13. I think that was the wrong move because you'd basically be handing the Raiders points. But then again, Daniel Carson hit the winning field goal from that exact spot. But there was no time for the Browns to respond. But I still think it was ready to punt it. Big win for the Raiders who are still alive in a tumultuous season. Gruden was fired for racist emails with all sorts of ridiculous emails like insulting women and gay people and whatever else. Of course, Bruce Allen and the football team were involved in that. And Dan Snyder. But that's Washington. Just like the town. A dysfunctional mess. Yeah, and then Damon Arnett was, like, waving, like, guns around, and, like... That was only a week after Henry Ruggs tragically killed someone in a drunk driving accident, he was released by the team. And in fact, credit to the team, honestly, staying in it this long. And this is the regular scheduled Monday night game now between the Vikings and the Bears. Vikings bent but didn't break. And Kirk Cousins was three and one is three and one in his last four primetime games. He was awful on Monday night football the rest of his career, but he's learning now. Uh was helped by the Bears having a turnover fest. Two lost fumbles, three turnovers on downs, and a missed field goal. Bears only T D was as time expired. Matt Nagy is a dead man walking. Ridiculous. I think he might actually be fired in the next couple weeks, not even get the end of the season. Although, Bears are officially eliminated, so... Maybe not. Let him coach and hire someone else. All right, now to the Tuesday games. Rams 20, Seahawks 10. Rams are starting to show flashes of their Super Bowl potential. With an absolutely brilliant defensive performance. And the Seahawks, their nightmare continues. They will have their first losing season in a decade. And this could be the end for Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Although I lean toward both of them staying. Carroll would resign and not be fired, I'm sure. And the Eagles over the football team, 27-17. This one is the same time as the Rams Seahawks, so I don't really see the Rams Seahawks. Great win for the Eagles. Washington jumped out to a 10-0 lead. But the Eagles just came alive after that. Eagles are only down on a tiebreaker for the playoffs. Jalen Hurts breaks the Eagles' single-season quarterback rushing touchdown record with 10. And in the playoff picture... Top seed in the AFC, 10-4 Chiefs. Second seed, Patriots at 9-5. Also, the Titans are the 3-seed at 9-5. Bengals are the 4-seed at 8-6. Colts are the 5-seed at 8-6. Chargers are the 6-seed at 8-6. Bills will be the final playoff team at 8-6. Ravens are out of the playoff picture after that loss to the Packers at 8-6. Steelers are 7-6-1. and one. Raiders are seven and seven, Dolphins seven and seven, Browns seven and seven, Broncos seven and seven. So the difference between thirteen and the four is just a single game. What a playoff race this will be for the AFC and for the NFC. Eleven and three Packers of the one seed, Cowboys up to the two seed at ten and four, Bucks the three seed at ten and four after that shocking loss to the Saints. Cardinals fall the fourth seed at 10 and four and they might fall farther. Rams up to the five seed at 10 and four. 49ers up to the sixth seed and with a relatively easy schedule at eight and six, they should get in. And the logjam at seven and seven, Vikings are the seventh seed. Eagles eighth, Saints ninth. And still alive at six and eight are Washington football team and the Atlanta Falcons. Five and nine on the fringes are the Panthers and Seahawks, so there's no real chance they'll get in. But still mathematically alive, so it's worth discussing. Now, on to Week 16. 49ers will beat the Titans to basically clinch postseason berth. Packers will beat the Browns to continue their rise to the one seed and basically eliminate the Browns. Definitely from a wild card, maybe they'll get an AFC North tiebreaker to go their way. Colts will win over the Cardinals to continue their slide. The Cardinals slide. And Jonathan Taylor will have another gigantic game to continue his MVP case. Eagles will beat the Giants to strengthen their playoff case. Rams will beat the Vikings to show the the world that they could really make the Super Bowl, like I predicted at the beginning of the season, to win it. Patriots, we will beat the Bills and we'll be this close clinch the AFC East. And all we need is one Dolphins loss or tie or one Patriots winner tie. And the Bucks will get it back on track against the Happens Panthers. And I really hope Cam doesn't play this game. It's going to be a nightmare. The Bucks are going to destroy the Panthers. Brady's going to be pissed. All right. Jets over Jaguars in the Tank Bowl. And the Jags are going to be two losses away from another number one overall pick. Falcons will beat the Lions. This could go either way, but I think the Falcons have a little more to play for. They're on the fringes of playoff contention. And Chargers will beat the Texans. As expected. Chargers are gonna have a really good shot at the playoffs now. The Bengals will beat the Ravens to clinch the tiebreaker over them and go a game up in the NFC North the AFC North over them. Sorry about that. And the Seahawks will beat the Bears in a game with possibly two departing coaches and no playoff contenders. Chiefs will beat the Steelers and Continue their march toward the top seed. And Broncos will beat the Raiders in a must win for both teams. And Cowboys beat the football team. Cowboys will win the NFC East, though I'm sure they'll have it by kickoff because they need two of about six results to go right to keep the strength of victory tiebreaker. Clinch the tiebreaker over the Eagles on strength of victory. 'Cause they'd be tied in head to head division record and conference record if they lost out in the Eagles 1 0. And on Monday night, the Dolphins over the Saints. Continuing Dolphins will continue their fantastic turnaround and Saints won't have enough offense to beat the Dolphins because Dolphins are just have the momentum. Saints have a very poor offense lately, but their defense played well. It's gonna be close. But they won't have enough. Oh, COVID is back to affecting the world of sports. Here we go again. Numerous NBA and Premier League games have been postponed. College basketball games are resulting in postponements and forfeits. Yes, forfeits. Which could severely affect the NCAA tournament picture. And as we've heard in the NFL, they've been over 140 positive COVID tests, way more than any other week during the whole pandemic. They're doing new protocols and everything just to continue the games being played, which is smart because this disease is less lethal and but more transmissible than other COVID variants. So it's probably a smart idea. The NHL is taking a break from the 22nd to the 27th. Also, I've written an article on medium.com about how the Premier League should redo their whole schedule and just postpone for three weeks, but they can't do more than that. I'll link that below along with the other social media links. Thank you for watching. Please follow me on all my social media and both my personal and Nathan Talk Sports accounts. Thank you for watching. Have a great day.